Welcome back to We Are Utah Podcast, where we bring you weekly episodes of the best in the Beehive State. Simply put, this is where we live. And this is where you stay connected. Stay connected. Because together, we We are are Utah. Utah. And now your hosts, Jordan Wheeler and Braden Floyd. What's up? What's up, everybody? Glad to be back this week. It's been a good. It's been a good week. Uh, we got an awesome guest today. But first, I wanted to catch up with Jordy here. How's your uh, How's your week been? Got anything cool well, updated on something? Is I want to ask about your Oculus, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Because I saw the the Facebook post of my wife last night. You posted one of your wife, and then she got first. me back. Good, dude. She got me back. Good, <laughs> dude. So okay, so we got the Oculus like we were talking in the last podcast. My wife signed up for like a seven day subscription to a workout thing. Bro, she forgot to turn it off. 150 bucks. 150 bucks. Wait. So now we have a year's worth of subscription to this workout thing on Oculus, and we both have been tearing it up on it, dude. Like, Wait, my calorie you, burns on that. She had, didn't turn it off. So she turned on a free seven-day trial to try it out, oh. and she forgot to turn it off after oh, the seven-day yeah. trial. Okay. <laughs> and then, dude, we're stuck with it. But it's actually, like, I love it. I've been doing boxing on it, and it's a freaking riot, bro. It's a riot. So that's Yeah, dude. That's the main reason I want to get one, because I work from home a lot, yeah. and... Our last place, we had like a gym, and now I'm just dude. There's times where I'm like, I need to get up and like dude, move around and get my brain working. The Oculus workout one is freaking rad. So okay, well I'll go to yeah. Costco after this. So one. yeah, dude, do it. You do it. You sold any houses this week? You got anything closing? What's going no on? No houses. We're slow. Uh, this is. I mean, I, I think it's expected with Christmas and then you know the holidays and winter. It's just slow time in real estate. But uh, I took some really cool classes from this guy that he goes door knocking and he finds off market deals. And right now that's huge because the inventory is so low. So I'm really excited about that. That's awesome, dude. Nice. So dude, I was, uh, I was going to say something back to joking around a little bit. I watched the video that your wife posted this morning of your kids. Bro, those are They're mini funny, Jordans. Yeah. Like when your daughter is like doing this, like throwing her fingers up and dancing, I, I'm like, that is Jordan to a T. I told so. her, I was like, I need to use that as my real estate marketing the oh, yeah. kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was hilarious. The, my loan officer does that with his kids all the time. Just people like, are always come buy in. a house for my dad. Nice. Or do you need a loan? And Nice. Yeah, so. Where I do. Should we jump in the show? Yeah. Okay, man. So I want to introduce our guest today. Uh, there's going to be two Bradens on the show. His name is Braden Ferguson. He owns a similar business to mine, uh, another entertainment venue. He owns Smash It Rage Rooms in Utah. And if you don't know what that is, he's going to kind of tell you. But it's pretty fun. We just did a little bit of smashing while we are here. It yes, was a good time, we did. So. And he's also, he's also uh, an awesome uh, Traeger newbie. He just got a Traeger and made some ribs for us a couple months ago, and it was fantastic. And have you then, done a brisket yet? I have. I you have done a brisket. Nice. Yeah, it, it didn't turn out as well as I was hoping, but we've done a smoked mac and cheese. And ooh. Oh, man. Yeah, those nice. ones are good. My uh, cousin comes from um, Texas to visit every once in a while, and he does this dip with, like, sausage in it. It's, it's a cheese dip. And jalapenos. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. But I, I really want to try a brisket. I've done ribs and just so got it from Traeger.com. And those are awesome. I just use the Traeger app for everything, dude. Yeah. I love it. Like <laughs> yeah. every day, it gives you a new recipe. I don't do the new one, but I love it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's pretty slick. Yeah. Um. So, dude. All right. So let's let's start. Let's just start with a little bit of history before. Should we start with the intro on the business, or should we start a little bit of history before? What do yeah. You think, like what? Tell us your first experience with Smash It. Like yeah. What yeah. was? Where did that your come first from? Exposure. And then was it instantly just? 
I want to start a business. Doing they're this. kind of called like rage rooms, right? And you kind of you've been changing it up a little. So. Yeah. So <laughs> this, this uh, it's a, it's a lot of backstory. So I'll just I'll just start the yeah, beginning. Yeah, you just do it. If that's yeah. all right. So um, I worked as a banker at Wells Fargo, uh, just a personal banker, and I would see all these business owners come in that would be asking about their accounts, and it just astounded me the amount of money that's in these people's accounts. And as I was talking to these people. I realized that I'm smarter than most of them. And so <laughs> what, what am I doing uh, wrong? Because at the time I was making, I think, 30000 a year. I mean, right. not, not much. Right. And so I was looking at these people that have you know, millions and, and hundreds of thousands of dollars in their accounts. And I said, I've got I to gotta do something different. And so me and my wife actually moved to South Carolina. That's where she's from. So we moved there to be a little closer to her family. And while we were there, um, I got a little more exposure to some other businesses and decided that it was time to time to start our own. Yeah. And so my mother-in-law actually recommended a shaved ice stand because it was down in South Carolina where everything's a little too warm. And we we looked into it and ended up going with uh, the company Snowy, which mm-hmm. you guys might want to look into yeah. doing a podcast with them. They're pretty they're pretty cool. Uh, they're they're based out of Salt Lake. So oh, nice. They build shaved ice stands and ship them all across the country. And it was kind of ironic because we had moved from Utah to South Carolina, and then they shipped our, our <laughs> from uh, Utah. They from shipped Utah. it from Utah to South Carolina. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we got it, and we looked up some some county fairs, local county fairs, and that was how we try, kind of tried it out. Ventured into the business in the business world, and we were very nervous. And so my wife actually went, took the trailer, we got it all set up, and she was kind of running it while I was still working at Wells Fargo. And I was like, you know what, this. This just sucks. I I have no desire to be here. I want to go be with my wife. I want to go be you know making, li- living the dream, making shaved yeah. ice, <laughs> making shaved yeah. ice. And so we did. Uh, I took a um, I took a week of PTO. That's all I had left. So I took a week of PTO and went to the to the county fair and we sold shaved ice and it was it was so fun. We met a whole met a whole bunch of other good people. Um, we were a little worried because, you know, carnies have a bad rap, yeah. uh, and it's for a good reason, but <laughs> the other people with the, with the food trucks and all these other businesses, they're just a whole bunch of small business owners. And so we got to kind of network and meet and greet with a lot of these other small business owners. Uh, and it was awesome. And so we then signed up for the next County fair, uh, which was the week after. And I went back and said, Hey, Wells Fargo, I'd like to do a, you know, a personal leave or whatever, just in case it doesn't work. So I can come back in six months. And they said, "Nope, that's that's rough. If you want to go, if you want to go start a business, then go start a business. But we're not gonna we're not gonna hold your job here." I said, well, "How long did you ask for the leave?" Um, I just, just as long as they would, as long as they'd be willing to do it. Uh, yeah. Their typical is about six months. You know what's crazy okay. is like today they probably would have been like, "Yep, we'll see you in six months. Yeah. We need you back." <laughs> there's no workers. Yeah. But anyways, go ahead. Right. And so I said, "Well, it was kind of a make or break point for me. It was well, do I do I stay here at Wells Fargo and, and keep making my my eighteen dollars an hour, or do I go and can venture into business. And so we went and we, I decided to, you know, go to the shaved ice. Right. So we went to this next county fair, did well. And the, a person we met there said, Hey, you guys have got to come to the Saratoga County fair in New York. How least, far is that from South Carolina? Um, long or ways. Or where you, where you were. Long ways. Okay. Uh, I don't, we were, we were in North Augusta. So it's right there next to the, next to Augusta yeah, in Georgia yeah. where they have the masters. Uh-huh. And South Carolina is like, it's got a coast, an ocean, all that jazz. Right? I've never been to South Carolina. Yep. So, okay. Like, yeah. It's like Outer Banks. Isn't that what they did that show on? I don't know. That show? Right. Yeah, Anyways. Never, never yeah. seen that show. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, we, we put a lot of miles on our cars that year because we bought a, just a travel trailer, hooked it up to the back. So, of, wait, wait, wait. You, Wells Fargo said no. Did you quit? Yeah. 
Okay. Dude. That's see. That's a, nice. that, that's the that's what we need to tell people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. like, so you straight up quit, and then and then you're you're traveling around to carnivals, right? That's exactly okay. right. And I, and I knew that if 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 everything went bad. I speak Spanish. I'm bilingual. I was really good at my job, so it, it wouldn't be hard to go back and say, "Hey, find another." Job. I'm available again if you'd like me to work again, yeah. and that wouldn't be it. Wouldn't be difficult. They were they were pretty hard up for people who spoke Spanish and right. were good bankers. So, um, yeah, we put a lot of miles in our car because we decided to come back to Utah and surprise my family. So <laughs> we we loaded up half of our crap from South Carolina and brought it all back to back to Utah and left it at my parent left a lot of it at my parents' house. And then we drove back to New York. So we left from South Carolina to Utah, back up to Did you hit, New York. Car- hit up carnivals on the way? or it was No. Just well, we did one. So we hit on the, on the way back, we stopped at a carnival in Kentucky. And that was a, that was a good one. It was, it was, it was small, but it was, it was still good. It was, it was fun. It was fun being in the, in the atmosphere. There was a, a steak, um, steak and potatoes kind of a food truck next to us, so we yeah. traded with them all all the time. So <laughs> yeah, nice. they came and got shaved ice. We went and got you know lunch and dinner. It was great. We gained we gained some weight in that. Uh, that <laughs> also, do you know there's like deep fried butter sticks, like a what? whole stick, like of legit butter. a stick of butter, like a legit stick of butter. <laughs> that sounds like, disgusting. Heard, heard, like, Did you try it? That sounds we, southern. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> try that, that dude. So southern. That's a ball of fat, man. Yeah, we, we didn't try it, but we tried the deep fried Oreos, and they are amazing. Oh, I tried those. Yeah. Those oh. are bomb. And, and yeah, they just take the take the stick of butter and just deep fry it. it That's like giving me chills <laughs> thinking oh, about gross. biting into a stick oh, of fried butter. It's just like yeah. it's like having a pudding texture, but just butter, dude. Like ugh. I just imagine the butter or the butter just straight melting. Like yeah. Ugh. So in my mind, that's what it does: is it straight melts and turn and like mixes with but the like batter. The batter probably holds but I don't it. Know. Right? It's got to oh. be in my mind. It's got to be some kind of doughy mess inside yeah. there. That sounds like an instant heart attack. Yeah, dude. yeah. But anyway, so then we we, uh, <laughs> we went up to New York and and that's actually where we saw Smash It as a as a concept. Uh, we were at that fair and it was it was kind of slow. So I was I was manning the the stand and Madison is my wife. My wife's Madison. She was walking around the fair with the friend that we had made at the, at the South Carolina fair, uh, who told us to go to that one. So they were kind of walking around and, and we had walked past this trailer and we didn't know what in the world it was. So it said riot room on the side. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't even know what that means. So that's not very good marketing. Cause I have no <laughs> yeah. clue what this even is. As we were walking past it a couple of different times, it sounded like some somebody's getting beat up inside. Right. I mean, it's just a whole bunch of <laughs> like, smashing and crashing. We're like, what are they doing in there? I don't, I don't know what they're doing, but it's weird. And so I was manning the stand, and my wife and uh, and Sarah decided to go and, and try it out and just see what it's all about. So they went over there, and, and Madison came back and said, oh, my gosh. I just put a crowbar through a printer, and it's amazing. <laughs> so satisfying. So satisfying. And, my, awesome. and for those who know my wife, she is very calm, very gentle, very meek, very just a very— Maybe it's better for those type of people that yeah. are, you know, That are holding it in a little. Like, you just need to yeah. go Let smash. go. Yeah, yeah like that's Elsa, funny. let it go, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what—honestly, that's how she kind of described it was she was able to let go of so many emotions that she wasn't even— she wasn't even aware she's holding in the emotions, but yeah. as you're, it's, it's very cathartic because you smash and yeah. Anyway, awesome. so she came back and said, "We've got to, you know, this is amazing." And as we were driving back, the season kind of ended at that point, so we were driving back to Utah, uh, and we said, "You know what? Is this is this a better business model? Is this is this something we should look into?" And we talked about it back and forth and the profit margins and all this kind of stuff of how difficult it could be and all that kind of stuff. And so we decided, you know what? It's 
it's worth it. Let's 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 transition. Let's go away from this from the shaved ice and and open up a, a rage room. So we brainstormed, of course, and my my wife is the creative one, so she came up with the name and the 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 throw zone and a couple of, a couple of the other things that we have at Smash It. But yeah, we came back, and then the original plan was to build a mobile unit. Mm-hmm. So we would have a semi trailer, kind of like that trailer you saw. Um, or it's like that's where you got the idea is doing something like that. Yep, kind nice. of. So they, theirs was just uh, an enclosed trailer, just one full enclosed trailer. They would go in and, and like one person at a time could break stuff. Oh yeah, and they had huge lines. And I'm like, well, they they should be able to process more people at a time, right? And so I was thinking of a semi trailer and dividing it into five different rooms with eight feet, yeah, eight foot size. I think rooms. you should still do that, dude. Well, the- <laughs> and have it look like an like a zombie apocalypse truck that rolls yeah. up. That would be super <laughs> rad. Yeah. So, anyways, the, the problem we ran into is the original plan was to take it up to college campuses, yeah, and have it park there for finals for weeks, like finals. And all, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And the colleges were very against it, and so we were like, "Well, why?" Did they say? Because we were. They don't indo- like fun, dude. We, we tried were- to do the same. They don't <laughs> like it either. Like yeah. We were indoctrinating the students that when they're mad, they should hit things. I oh, said, man. well, you don't go to boxing to learn how to kill someone. You just you yeah. just go to learn how to box. You, right. you don't go to you know. Yeah. Yeah. Especially you don't go, you don't go to workouts. Yeah. To learn how to kill someone and go kill someone, you go there to learn a cool skill and also just to release your energy. Yeah. You don't punch a punching bag because you want to kill someone. You yeah. just release some energy. Yeah. Anyway, that's what the we, we they didn't want us indoctrinating the students. So now their students come to smash it and you know have a great time and get ready for finals weeks and right, get, right. get rid of some stress. But anyway, so we decided to transition um, and decided to go. And this, by the way, at this point we were broke. I mean, we were living in the we were living in the trailer that we had bought the travel trailer, like a 1982 piece of crap, <laughs> just not great. Yeah, we had parked that on the side of my parents' house and it was getting cold. So it was. It was October at this point when we were like, we got, we've got to find something else to do because yeah. this, this mobile unit is not working out. Right. So we went and talked to the, to the SBDC, the Small Business Development Center, uh, with Sean Buse. And they kind of introduced us to a couple of people, uh, one of them being Thane Fisher, who's our landlord at the, the original location. And we got started. So we signed a lease. We signed a lease with Thane. And on November 5th, of 2019 and we ended up opening December 13th of 2019 right before okay. right before the world went to crap with yeah. covid yeah <laughs> yeah so in that time um we got opened up um but we again we were living in the travel trailer right so it was getting cold yeah uh and we were it was me and my wife building the store uh cuz we we had no money i mean we we literally had i think a $1000 uh we had no money so yeah. we actually used a lowe's credit card because that, that's all that we had at the time. He's Our, told me this story. This is creative, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. This is, I like this. Desperate, I think, yeah. is the word. No, the word it's thing. creative as hell. <laughs> yeah, I think most entrepreneurs get, like, desperate or whatever you want to call it, creative. Yeah. But it's that point where you kind of don't have any money and you're like, oh, crap, that it it forces you to... It's a make or break moment. Yeah, well, I think exactly that his right. story yeah, puts yeah. it perfect. Like, puts, it's, it's awesome. So yeah. go ahead, sorry. So... Um, so for example, Thane, we, for the, for the lease, we needed a first month's rent and deposit. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't have that. I mean, it's five grand, right. five grand up front. We're like, okay, well, huh. we don't <laughs> have that. Um, and all the rest of our credit cards were all maxed out and all, we weren't, we weren't as, as uh, good at our finances at that point as, as we are now. But we said, well, we have this lowest credit card that has a $35,000 limit. And so we still had the shaved ice 
point of sale system. Uh So we went to Lowe's, bought Visa gift cards (laughs) in $200 increments because that's as as high as they would go. And we paid $6.95 per card that we bought. And then we would process them through the shaved ice point of sale system. Holy cow. Turn it into cash. <laughs> How fantastic is that, man? And then it's use crazy. that cash, transfer that cash into our personal account, then transfer the from the so personal did, account into the Smash It account. And did that, that count as income for your your Smash It? And yeah, then you it was like a tax write-off or so our accountant was able to kind of move it around a little bit because it, it did count as income, yeah. but it wasn't. Because obviously, I mean, obviously, it wasn't income because we're right. the ones buying the, buying it. So he was able to explain it on the taxes and just say, "Hey, you know, this is." He kind of linked them between Smash It's opening costs and the shaved ice stands processing. Yeah. He said, hey, notice these are the same number. It's because they're that's not this was not income. This was not somebody using okay. you know thousands of dollars of gift cards to buy shaved ice. That's right. not yeah. that's we not should, what this was. We should preface this. I love this story, but we should preface that this is not financial. Uh, Advice, advice or no, anything like that. CBO. We are not hire CBO. Do your I own do thing. Do it the right way. Doing but it this way, yeah. <laughs> it worked for us. But if it, but if we didn't make money in the first couple months of Smash It, we would have gone under. Yeah. Looking back, I mean, we just would have. But talk about risk, man. That's just that's yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah. So we ended up charging about thirty thousand dollars on the Lowe's card, not all on gift cards. I mean, we used we used the Lowe's card to get the two by fours and the plywood and everything to build the stores, right? And then everything that needed some kind of cash, you know, like groceries to survive uh we used gift cards we used all that kind of stuff and at this point it was getting cold right so it's november in utah and so we were me and madison were the ones building the store and we said you know what this we're we're spending 10 12 16 hour days here trying to build these stores let's just set up an air mattress downstairs because it was an old woman's clothing store it was it was clifton's and so downstairs they had a it's a creepy downstairs but downstairs they had like a like a break room kind of idea so it was carpeted and have like some shelves and stuff so we said you know what let's just let's throw up an air mattress so we can just wake up keep going that's why we're able to open in in a month uh, I feel we're... like your wife needs to be on the podcast too. Yeah, because we I probably just, should have brought her I'm on. Imagining huh? my wife and explaining like, "Hey, my we're going to yeah. sleep on a mattress in this place." Dude, she's like, "No." Yeah. No. I'll... <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. there's not many there's <laughs> not say, many women stop, like that. Stop while you're ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's there's not many and that's what I've told a lot of people is, you know what? There's just not a lot of people like Madison. She's 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 one of a kind for sure. She's really the only reason why this business has worked yeah. is because she's she's very motivating, she's very supportive. Um, and supportive to the point of sleeping in the basement of a business on an yeah. air mattress. Yeah. That that level of support uh, awesome. while we're broke, living off of a off of gift cards. So she's she's a wonderful woman. I think that's key. Well, it makes it a lot easier because I've also met entrepreneurs or people that started their own business, like Craig. Co- oh, you don't know Craig. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Craig, he's super successful now, but he's like, you know, I felt like I was getting in bed with the devil because we, our views were just so different, you know, and they said it was really hard in our marriage and they didn't get divorced or anything. They made it through it, but he's like, she was not on board with one I wanted. So there's, I think opening a business, that's, that's a a huge battle. Yeah. Especially if you're already married, like having that discussion, like with Mandy and I, it was, it was a struggle at first because I was constantly in the store at first, like always working. And she didn't know that's what she was signing up for. Right. She thought it was just going to be a cash machine and we were going to be home and partying and whatnot. And no, dude, I was like every Friday and Saturday for like the first eight months. Right. And that, that put a strain and luckily we made it through all that, but that got tough for a second. And so it's the same thing with me coaching basketball, right? Yeah. It's like, I want to get out in the community and provide some value. Yep. And, 
Like even yesterday, I had practice on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah. <laughs> and my wife's like, you need to tell them this and this is. I'm like, this is what I signed up for. Like, yeah. Yep. You know, so, yeah, you got to take take uh, some heat sometimes. And yeah. it sounds like you didn't so have Madison to take, is a trooper. She's been taking them. Yeah. Madison is a, is a trooper to say That's to awesome, say though. It shows she's that she's got solid faith in you guys and you and your business and, and herself. So that's, yeah. that's so then awesome. So the, the, the air mattress actually turned into a full mattress. Uh, and we actually lived in the basement of the business for about a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she was she was getting a little fed up because uh, it's, it's pretty dreary down there. I mean, there's like one light bulb. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's rough. So it's it's rough. I mean, did, it's, did it's hard notice, to explain. But there's no windows. It's dark. It's it's yeah. it's depressing. Did you notice it affecting your mood, or was it was your vision so strong that it was just like this is temporary? Because I could see a lot of people doing that and just like getting depressed, and it's yeah. already hard, right? On trying to make a business work, what was your mentality? So for me, I'm I'm pretty easy anywhere I go. So I don't I don't need a. I, I was actually okay living there, but yeah. Madison certainly was not. And so it was a strain on the marriage at that point because I, I looked at it and said, with the Utah market, I mean, we can spend twelve thousand dollars on rent in a year. Yeah, yeah. Or we could put that twelve thousand dollars in to smash it and expand, which is what we ended up doing. We opened a store in Salt Lake. Um, so I said, hey, we can we can. Use the Dave Ramsey, you know, live like no one else now yep. so you can live like no one else later. And we kind of embraced that, just took that to heart. And that's when, when things start to get tough, we're like, you know what? Live like no one else now yeah. because we really, truly were living like no one else. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know anyone else who's ever lived in the basement of their business. Um, I had to convert the changing rooms that were upstairs in the old women's clothing business. I converted that into a kitchen and a bathroom. So I, I installed a shower. I installed uh, an oven, a fridge. I put countertops. I put a sink in. I, I did all that myself cool. to make it so that we what? had somewhere to live and somewhere to actually kind of decently survive. What was your – was that all like after the build and store was opening or was that during? Like what was your um, – what was going on with the city? Like that, I just imagine the city would be like, well, this doesn't fit code or this doesn't. Like was it all yeah, kind so of that creative was all, that was after, after or like that, okay. that was all after. Nice. So the downstairs part, we lived downstairs. and had, The first kitchen was downstairs yeah. uh, in another separate room. Um, but that one was rough because we had no the, – the, the drains yeah. were, were ceiling height. And so – it couldn't. We, I installed a sink, but it couldn't drain. So we had a yeah. five-gallon bucket under the sink <laughs> Jeez, that man. would I mean, fill up. We'd take it upstairs and dump it in the toilet upstairs. We'd have to go upstairs <laughs> and go to the bathroom. That's crazy. That's a great story. I know, right? It's crazy. Write a book one day. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, we actually took a lot of pictures and videos in case in case we do end up writing a book. Because yeah. well, would, anyone that's like listening to this is going to be like on YouTube or something. Because <laughs> like that's what we try to share is the message of like what happened before, what it took to get to it, what did you have to make it happen. And like I think a lot of people get scared of starting a business because of the money, the cost, and everything. But. Well, also family. So that that's a big. Yeah, that's family. A big, I was just I, gonna hit on that. I, yeah, because you move, you were living on the side with your family, and and we talked about marriage, but then you got other people. Like, what are they doing? You know. Yeah. So my my family, my, I come from a very supportive family. So does Madison. We we both have great families. I don't I don't want to get the wrong message across here. We both have amazing families. The problem with family is that they don't they just don't understand. Yeah. So. My family, they all have... Because it's not the status quo. It's not Correct. Yeah. What's not everyone well, your age The idea is that if you want to have money, if you want to be successful, go get a job and make yeah. some money. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's just... That's my family's understanding. That's, that's what they know. And so out of love, they say, hey, you probably shouldn't be doing this. You should probably go get a job. Since we can see you have no money and you're living in the basement of your business... You should probably go get a job and make yeah. some money. But Especially, then you have no time to, to, to correct. Yeah, exactly. You have no time correct. to do your business. Exactly. And so my, my in-laws, I mean, great, great people, but they look at it and say, 
our daughter is living where? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you said you're gonna take care of our daughter, and you got her living in the basement of a business. Yeah, but wait for say, f- say what now? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like wait for five years from now, though. You know what I mean? Right. And so, so looking at it from from a parent's perspective, I mean, they were 100 percent the right. But they come from the same mentality. They they go to their day job, and they per, pretty much everyone in the world is a slave to their job. Yeah. And they have they have their work wife. You know, they have or they have, or work husband or whatever. They have someone who who they get along with at work. And I never wanted that. I always wanted to be with my own wife because I mean she's amazing. So I want to be with her as much as possible. That's one of the reasons why we decided to go into business. And so we would bring up the you know live like no one else now to live like mm-hmm. no one else later. Yep. And. It's it's just a hard pill to swallow from a family's perspective. Of we can see that you're pretty much struggling. Yeah. What is your plan here? How are you yeah. going to survive? Especially now, COVID has started, right? So, uh, what are you doing? How are you going to survive this? Jump to now, we have a like a four thousand square foot house we're renting, um, five bedroom, four and a half bath up in North Ogden. We're doing very well. We've got brand new trucks, brand new brand new car. We're we're, we're doing very well in the business. And a lot of people and in, in family and friends and people are like, oh man, I wish. I wish we could do like that because we, yeah. we don't really go to work anymore. We have, our, we have our managers who run the stores, and we do whatever we want during the day. And so it really has come full circle with the live like no one else now yeah. so you can live like no one else later. Yeah. I spend probably five hours a week on work. Now, when we're expanding and stuff like that, I, do, I spend a lot more hours on that. But right now, everything's flowing smoothly. We have good managers who are running the stores. Everything just works really well. See, your story is fascinating because you you figured a lot out by yourself and and your even your family. Like most entrepreneurs come from like an entrepreneur grandpa or yeah. dad, and you your yeah, dad mine was, was from my construction. Dad. Yeah. My grandpa was built his own construction business. So me and Braden always were kind of friends, and that's why I've been like smiling so big because you hear your story and it, it's awesome. And, and like, I've listened to Mark Cuban, like, Hey, young guys, you know, what should you do when you're young? Take more risks. Yeah. And that's, that's the, <laughs> well, we embrace that. <laughs> yeah. 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 But like, I kind of did it backwards where it's like, I got married, had kids. And then once you have kids, it makes starting a business even harder. And I had those, you know, 10 years after high school where it's like, man, I should have just been focusing on a business. I didn't have a wife, didn't have kids. And I mean, you're young and stupid and want to have fun and do stuff. So um, yeah, I've just been smiling this whole time. If you could see me, cause I think your story is amazing that you come from conservative family, get a job, go to school. And I think that's where all three of us probably yeah. can relate is like, we've always wanted to do something of not go to school, not get a job and maybe just create something ourselves and be yeah. proud of it. I think, I think that brings a lot of satisfaction too. Yeah. yeah. And my parents, my parents and Madison's parents both come from the generation of, Hey, if you have a college degree, you're going to succeed. Yeah. And that's just how, what they saw. That's what their experience has been. That's their life view and that's their worldview. And so when I look at it and say, Hey, everyone's going to college, I can, uh, I can go to college and graduate with everyone else and, and have a whole bunch of student debt and work at right. a medi- mediocre job for the rest of my life. Right. Or I can go do what I want to do and work again five hours a week, five ten hours a week, yeah. and go to my brother's basketball games. Go to go to these things that I want to do because I'm not tied down to the day to the daily grind. Yeah. And I, I've never ever wanted that. I've never wanted to have to go to the daily grind. Yeah. So a lot of that is actually inspired by by my dad. So my dad, I've got I've got six siblings. So I'm the I'm the oldest of seven kids, mm-hmm. and my dad was the only provider for. Most of my life, uh, when I was 16, my mom started a, day, started a daycare 
So she she does have a daycare at home. So that's that is entrepreneurial. Um, does she still run it? She does. She does still run the daycare. I might need that info. <laughs> yeah, she's she's actually she was in Far West. If you're if you're interested, she's actually one of the best. Uh, she, she's raised a lot of kids. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when looking at that, they want you to go get a job. They want you to go get a college degree so you can be successful. Again, their world, they want you to be successful. And so what success looks like in their mind is go get a college degree so that you can be successful. And and that's the way they did it. And, and, I think, and it worked. So I don't think it's necessarily broken either, though. No. I think it's just like the, the biggest problem is like you just gave a perfect example. When you're 20s, like you didn't know what the hell you wanted to do. Right, right, right. So like going to college when you don't know what to do, I that's how I, I've yeah. I have dropped out of college three times, okay? Because I did not have a clear vision on what I wanted to do with my life. So college just became so ridiculous to me because mm-hmm. I'm like I'd get started in classes and get overload myself with shit that I didn't want to do, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like I, I want to be here. <laughs> I hate this, and so I quit every time. And but like this, like owning my own business. Dude, it like just lights me up every day. Mm-hmm. Like I just get excited. Bad months I get excited. Good months I get excited. Like when because yeah, yeah. when bad months hit and you have like a couple rough sales months and you're like, oh crap, dude. Like, yeah. What are we gonna do? Like those get you like that kind of basically reignites the fire of like, okay, Refocuses we gotta get creative. You, yeah. We gotta get focused. We gotta find ways to get more sales. We gotta find a way to cut payroll. Like that kind of stuff. We gotta do something. Yeah, do something. And so I don't think that the college thing is necessarily. A wrong, but like if you don't have a vision, I think it's a wrong. I, well, it's just a waste. I actually, I actually would disagree with that a little bit. I do think it's a waste if you are. So we're looking at ROI, right? So yeah. return on investment. If you're going to spend forty thousand dollars to get a degree where you're going to make fifteen thousand dollars a year, yeah, that's a waste. No, well, I'm saying like if you have a vision on like doctor, lawyer, like yep. something that requires something a degree, requires a degree. But exactly. if you're just like in it, like I don't know what I want to do, and this degree may or may not help me, that's a waste in my opinion. I, I agree completely. So I do think education is very important. Mm-hmm. So here, here's a plug for the ten thousand yes. small business program. So I yeah. recently took a course, and it's it's amazing. So any any small business owners listening, I mean, it's it really is truly amazing. It's the I'm 10, taking this course right now. It's, yeah, the ten. I I yeah, I, I, refer, I refer to because yeah. it's, it's a good it's yeah. a good course i mean the 10,000 small business program it's it's a crash course in business ownership so they they walk you through they have great guest speakers i mean there was an executive from disney that came and talked to us i mean just that's cool hey this is how you do marketing this is how you do this this is how you do this and they they really go through every aspect of owning a business and it is so intense for about three or four months um but man, it is it is amazing. It's yeah, I, and it's, I, but it's only four months. Like how right, great is that? And it's right. exactly what you want to learn. That's exactly right. That's where like I had a hard time with college stuff because it's like you got to do all these pre, degree. you got to do all this, all this other stuff that doesn't really entail that what I'm, you want to do. I'm not taking a bowling class. But you I'm take not me, taking yeah. You drop me in or a math class that yeah. I don't need. You drop me in four months of exactly what I need to learn to get better. Love it. I'll do it all day long. Yeah. You know and it mean? all applies to exactly what I want to learn. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. It's so it's a cool class because like, dude, it has all walks. Like there's real estate agents in it. There's real estate developers in it. Then there's like, there's another entertainment, the paint with wine classes. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a lady that's running that. Her name's Jill. And then like this, uh, this guy, Ed, so you that I talked to. Yeah. Every week he did it on zoom, but we did it on virtual. His was virtual because of COVID mine's in class. Cause, and it probably is going to go back to virtual with the way the world's yeah, looking, yeah. but Another guy named Ed that does like uh, security for your um, does IT security and stuff. Yeah. So it's like a giant. There's plenty more. Is Rob that Rob Phillips that owns a, great a way brewery to, to network? Too. Yeah, and so oh, it's yeah. an awesome networking group with like 30 people. Plus, you get to like grasp other business concepts and ideas, and then like learn how to run stuff better from people that are doing it better. Like they're all in the class. But like some of them are at a different level of making millions. So oh, some yeah. of them are only oh, making yeah. fifty thousand a year. So it's like you get this giant spectrum of like, okay. 
you're in this class. That's awesome. You're making millions of dollars a year. You probably know a lot of stuff that I already need help with, and then we'll learn together on the new stuff. So it's it's an amazing networking yeah. tool. In in my class, we had restaurant. We had a lot of restaurant owners. We had car wash owners. We had uh, me, obviously, entertainment. We had solar power people. So solar, yeah. solar solar sales. A uh, whole bunch of different just different businesses, but yeah. they all have the same concepts of hey. You've got people on your team you got to take care of. You've got payroll. You've yep. got marketing. You've all the basics of a business ownership is the same no matter what business you're in. Yeah, right. And this course does an amazing job of kind of touching to that kind I'm of gonna, stuff. I'm going to plug us in the next one I go yeah, on maybe Thursday. Yeah, we need to go like, interview them. Or that's what I'm going to I'm going to plug us and see if I can get yeah. as many of them to come on the show. Because there's a lot yeah, the restaurant owners and everything. So it'll be good. All right. So I think we need to switch subjects a little bit. What I don't think we even touched on. What is Smash It? <laughs> like, like we jumped, we jumped into on. the story too. We're like, what is it, and why would I want to do it? What is bringing people in? Like, I'm sitting in your venue right now. It's an awesome venue. It just feels like a party in here. He's got graffiti all over the walls of different characters and stuff like that. Wording. You got certain themed rooms, don't you? Like Donkey Kong rooms and Hulk and that kind of stuff. So it's super cool. Um, how does it work? So the basic concept is just smashing stuff. So right. you come in and either get out some aggression or work through a divorce, work through a breakup, um, or just have a fun date night. I mean, there's, there's so many different reasons why someone would come smash it that it's, it's hard to narrow it down to one exact field. Um, the majority of the people that come are usually for fun. I mean, it's just uh, intriguing. Hey, what in the world is that? Uh, they've seen these rage room concepts on, on TV or the, I think it was the bachelorette or something where they went and yeah, destroyed yeah. some wine glasses or something. Um, the basic concept is, yeah, you come, we've got, we've got all sorts of stuff to smash. Uh, we, we've partnered with a, with a local company who is an electronics recycler and they, they provide us with all the stuff we need. Uh, we've got coffee makers, toasters, pretty much any kitchen. Do they kitchen pick appliance. it up after? Yeah. So, well, so people come in, you're getting provided from them. They smash it to pieces and then they pick it up after. So the mess is taken care of. Exactly. Yeah. So we, I mean, we put, we, we put it back in the, in the containers and then, yeah, and then but, send it back to them, but it's a closed loop and, it, and it's perfect. Um, there's the if anyone can hear it, there's a crazy timer going off right now. Oh, yeah. it See, sounds like an NBA game. About it because I just imagine like, doo, doo. yeah, yeah, no. yeah no, So, I, what is that? So, well, we partnered with our tech guy, uh, Evo Tech. If you're interested, he's, he's amazing. Uh, he actually developed a system for Smash It exclusively where it lets them know, hey, you've got a two-minute warning, so and it goes off, like you heard, hey, it's- hurry, smash more stuff. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know? <laughs> smash quickly, your time's That's almost crazy. up. <laughs> yeah, so they've got 30 minutes in these rooms, and so they, they kind of go nuts, and then they let them know, hey, you've got two minutes left. If you haven't smashed what you want to, smash the crap out of it. Um, and then in two minutes, you'll hear another alarm that says, hey, your time is up. Thank you for coming. You know, Come back again sometime soon. And so it lets people know, you know hey, awesome. your time's up. you got to get out of the room, you know? So I had a question because you, you're talking about people, certain people coming in, like going through a divorce or hard time mm-hmm. and, you know, raging and letting it all out. What, what's your best testimonial of, like, someone coming in here and then, like, I can imagine they said, this is, this is great. Yeah. You know? What, so one, what, one comes what, to mind. Yeah. Um, one of our coolest experiences was actually at our original Ogden store. Um, at that time we had vacuums, a lot, a lot of vacuums coming in and, uh, an older lady came in and she was with, with a group of friends, uh, some lady friends, like a girl group. And she was looking through the stuff and she saw this vacuum and she kind of, she kind of froze up for a minute. And I was, I was surprised. I, I, I didn't know any backstory, obviously. She kind of froze up and I was like, I mean, you don't have to get a vacuum. You can get all, there's all sorts of other stuff. You can get TVs, you can get computers, you can, you can get all sorts of stuff. And, and she kind of froze and kind of, kind of kept on moving into other things and kind of talked to her friends and, and her friends convinced her to get it. And I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but there's, there's something going on here. 
And so she grabbed the vacuum, weighed it, and then she went into the room. And man, she that that if you didn't know it was a vacuum beforehand, you would not know it was a vacuum. When she, when she came out of that room, so you wouldn't know. Um, yeah, there's 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 the there's the other timer. There's the other timer. Yep. You're done. So in a second, we'll start talking. Nice. That means your time is up. Nice. Please get the crap out of here. <laughs> yeah, so she went into that room and just beat the crap out of it. I mean, vacuums are fun because you can grab by the handle and swing it over top of your head and smash it on the, on the ground or something. Yeah. Those, those ones are fun. But Like a guitar. Oh, yeah. Yep. So she came out of there, and, and man, there were tears streaming down her face, and she was she was crying, and, and her eyes were all puffy, of course. And, what the? And I was all confused. And I'm like, yeah. Are you okay? Did you, a good did, you, did you hurt your arm or something? I, I don't know. I mean, so, yeah. you know, people sometimes get hurt. There's yeah, gonna... I'd be fearing that there was an injury. Right. Like, what, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen very often, but sometimes, yeah. you know, something ricochets and, you know, they're not wearing pants like they're supposed to. And, you know, some yeah. things happen. Anyway, she comes out and she says, just so you guys are aware, uh, I was in a pretty, pretty abusive relationship. And this vacuum is actually the vacuum that we had in our home. And I don't know how many times That's this crazy. vacuum was thrown at me or, or I was hit with this vacuum. Or oh, my there's, gosh. There's a lot of emotions tied to that type of vacuum. Yeah. Um, and, of course, I, I had no clue of this going in. And she, she was a different person from when she, when she came into the store. She was, she was kind of a muted personality, we'll say. So just yeah. kind of... Just kind of I don't know what's what's a good way to describe timid? it. Just kind of, timid. There timid? We go. That's, yeah. that's a that's a better word. Yeah. Uh, that's why you take English classes in college, right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very very timid. Uh, and when when she came out, she was there was just a lot more kind of natural confidence in her that I, I wasn't really expecting to see. And I was I was surprised until I heard the story, and then it made more sense. She yeah. she had worked through. I mean, looking at the vacuum, yeah. she had worked through some of those emotions. Uh, and then she left a left a wonderful review on our on our website um, awesome. on That's Google cool. on the Google review, just explaining the entire thing, just saying, "Hey, this was this was an amazing experience. I was able to work through some of this stuff." Uh, that was that's probably our coolest one. Yeah. But we have a lot of other cool ones like uh, like divorce parties. We've had we've had people bring in a wedding <laughs> dress before. Yeah, they they, had, they specifically emailed me asked if they could bring in their wedding dress with a paintball gun. Sweet. I said absolutely. That's awesome. So they brought in their, their wedding dress and a whole bunch of whole bunch of crap like pictures and stuff from their from their house and destroyed the crap out of it and then used the paint paintball gun to just light up their wedding dress and tore it to shreds and went nuts and they, that's they just, it's very very cathartic yeah uh, and even if you're not expecting to work through some emotions when you come here and smash some stuff you just you just feel better yeah. when you leave yeah that's kind of how it is with axe running dude like we always say it's like the cheapest therapy and your slogan is what smash that stress yeah like, smash that's that stress. We've, got, we've got a sticker that says cheaper than therapy yeah exactly it's cheaper than <laughs> therapy dude like it's just it's just nice that's awesome we tell people they can so, quit, quit their gym memberships and stop going to therapy and just come. Yeah. Uh, well, Hell yeah! Seriously. To, to be clear, I don't. I don't recommend stopping going to therapy. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as a joke, yeah. you can you know stop going to therapy, stop going to your gym membership, and come yeah. swing a sledgehammer because most people are not used to swinging a sledgehammer for thirty minutes, and they don't know how it's going to like yeah the weight, the strength of it, and then just the stress you're going to get. Yeah, from that the is physical awesome. release. Stress release. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's awesome. So okay, so I come in. I want to. I want to smash something. What do What do I need? Like, what do well, I need off the street to come in and do it? Do I need anything? Closed toe shoes. That's it. Make sure you're wearing closed toe shoes. And we then what are you going to give me? Do Crocs work? Uh, no. Crocs work with that sewing. <laughs> no, that's how, that's, how you get, uh, that's how you get stuff inside the Crocs. Ah, yeah. you're, you're stepping yeah. on broken, broken ceramics and stuff. We, yeah. don't, we don't recommend that. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but if you wear closed toe shoes, we recommend wearing pants. We recommend wearing long sleeve shirts. You don't have to, but we recommend it. Um, and then, yeah, we provide the face shield. We provide the helmet. We provide the gloves. And you just kind of go, go nuts. What if... Okay, so... My, I have no story similar to that lady's story, but like I can envision like something in my house just not working, like just my 
PlayStation Ooh, breaks or something. My TV doesn't work. Yep. Like, what can I bring that stuff in? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So one, yeah, one, like one, if one it's cool just like this, I'm done with is, this washer or something. I don't know. Wait. This is awesome because my wife's kind of a hoarder and likes to hang on to things. There you go. Dude, this could yeah. be a great reason to clean your house yeah. out. Dude, it was, yes. so spring cleaning, it works great. So spring cleaning Actually. is wonderful, but also like, hey, your kid, you, you know, you've, you've tripped over that, you know, dollhouse a couple too many, one too many times. So bring the dollhouse in, go nuts and just break it. To yeah. Or my kid threw the remote at the TV and the TV's broken. Bring the TV and the remote in, go nuts and destroy it yourself. Yeah, then you, you just got feel my better. mind uh, twirling with real estate because if people are moving, they they usually you know I recommend hey getting rid of stuff is the easiest. So yeah, we've actually so. worked we've actually worked some deals with real estate agents in the past. So we, we let's have a conversation after yes. this. But we've, yeah. we've worked deals where uh, when they're closing their house, they say hey we know this has been a stressful time, go oh, to smash it. Especially yeah. in the last couple of years, oh dude, I That's bet people awesome. are losing their minds when they finally get their house. Yeah, or, so. or even like. I had one one client where we put in 10, 15 offers and yeah. didn't get accepted. And, you know, like, you can tell they're kind of getting dejected. It's like, just keep going. Like, we're going to get one. Yeah, you can make it part of your, like, yeah, thank you like, package. Hey, like, get a gift card to them sucks. down here. Here's know? a gift card. Or even, or even during yeah. that process, you can, like, you know, get, gift them a dollhouse and be like, hey, we know this sucks. Yeah. Go, go to smash it and break the crap out of this. Because <laughs> yeah. if you bring your own stuff, it's 50% off. Nice. Sweet. So you can get our, we we do provide stuff here. So you you pick through some some bins with a whole bunch of stuff in it, and you put it in there, and we we charge by the pound. And so if you bring your own stuff in, if if it's too big to be charged by the pound, like a washer or dryer, yeah. we just do kind of a set price for those yeah. kind of things. But if it's if it's smaller to be weighed by the pound, bring it in. You guys probably prefer that too, because then you don't have to go look for stuff. It is helpful. It it, it is helpful when people bring their own stuff in. It just it also. It's just a little bit better, better experience because there's there's more emotion tied to it, especially yeah. if it's something like your kids broke or or like a divorce party or a breakup party or something like that. There's emotion tied to it, and so as you're smashing it, the emotion is released, and it's just it's an amazing. So if your kid break, breaks your brand new TV and uh, you want to make it a good experience for kids instead of just yelling at them, bring the TV in yeah. and finish it. Don't off. do this at make home it, anymore. Make it a family event. <laughs> yeah, you want to do that? You do that here. That's well, funny. this this has been great. I've I've enjoyed it. Uh, it's I think your story is amazing, and yeah. that's really what we want to get down to is you know people um, starting their small businesses or any business in Utah and um, getting the word out there on how awesome it is to live here and the cool things to do. But I think it always helps hearing someone's story and just you know wanting to support that. Yeah. Wanting to support the the sacrifice and the hard work that it takes to open a business and make things happen, so that other people like your you know your testimonials, your stories can enjoy. So, yeah, um, yeah thanks, thanks for no, I, taking I, the risk. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. I wanted to ask you before we before we cut out though. What? So you got one in Ogden. We're uh-huh. on the new store in Ogden right now. Yep. Uh, we'll have to have you back on and tell the story on why you moved. There you go. And then the, uh, you have one in Salt Lake City, right? Mm-hmm. And that's next door to mine. Like, we're, we're neighbors down we there. We share a wall. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. We share, we share a very loud wall. There's axes <laughs> thrown at one half and smashing on the other half, dude. It's, it's crazy. It's a good partnership. Yeah, it's nuts. And that so, way neither side complains about the noise. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. Um, what's the future hold for Smash It? You, you got more locations opening, one yeah, franchise. So, so what you got? both actually. Yeah, so yeah. we've got uh, our locations that we want to do in Utah. Um, we're looking at partnering, partnering with our, our supplier and kind of going across the country with our stores. Um, but Utah, we're going to have a Logan store, we're going to have a Provo store, we're going to have a, have a Sandy store. We're going to kind of expand across Utah to make it so you know you don't have to travel so far to get to us. Yeah. Um, but we've also got franchise opportunities available. Uh, we've got a person in Idaho and a person in Colorado, kind of looking at it and seeing what they uh, actually were in talks. 
Wisconsin. Where in Idaho? I've got someone that would probably be interested. So right now we're still in talks, so we're not going to uh, we're not going to go into okay. the details right now. But yeah. if, if if you do have someone, <coughs> send them our way because we don't uh, we don't want to over encroach. But right. have them have them reach out to us, and we can see we can see where uh, okay, cool. where they're located. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that awesome. off uh, air, I guess. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, but it's Dude, it's, think... a, it's an exciting future for uh, for Smash It. It's been it's been a wild ride so far. I mean, we're two years in business now. We hit two years just last December. Uh, it's been it's been a wild ride, but it's been it's been awesome. It's been better than better than we've ever expected. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. It's good, well, good for you. Where yeah. uh, where can people get in touch with you? Follow you on Instagram, social media, and I'll also put it down in the link with links so they can just click on it and. And follow you and get more info or information. Oh, <laughs> Informa- good thing we're, good I, thing I we're coming to an end. For info, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Info information. What's the other word that I can ever say? I don't know. You uh, got a lot of them, bro. <laughs> 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 Thanks. That's always unfortunate. Uh, that's no, funny. so you can go to smashitrageroom.com. That's what, that's our website, and we're kind of we're in the process of revamping that currently. Uh, we've got a of course Facebook and Instagram. Just smash it rage rooms. Smash it rage rooms. Okay, nice. cool. Awesome. Give them a follow. Braden, it's been awesome. Yeah, and we actually do offer a 25% discount. So if you, we, we like discounts. So if you post to your social media while you're uh-huh. in store and tag us, you get 15% off. Sweet. And if you just follow us, you get 10% off. So total of 25% off the regular price. And then bring your stuff in 50%. And if you bring your stuff in, then you can, you can kind of choose which discount you want to use. If you want to bring the 50% off, that's the one we recommend of bringing your own stuff. But if you're getting our stuff, then you can just use the 20, up to 25% off. There's so many Thanks. discounts that it actually we love might discounts. just be free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you have questions for Braden or I, uh, also, don't forget, he has social acts, so date nights, kind of the same thing as Smash It. You guys We're both here, have dude. the same name. You both have Come entertainment both. businesses. Yeah. Um, and then if you need a house to sell or want to know how much your house is worth or have been thinking about it, give me a call. I will help you, and uh, have a good day. Yeah. Thank good you. Day. Thank you.